Hello to all of our listeners. This is Allie, one of the producers of the podcast from PJ Library. Before we begin, we just wanted to add a quick note to this week's episode. We recorded Rita's story a few months ago before the new coronavirus, COVID-19, was in the news. We want all of our friends and listeners to stay safe and happy this Passover. To help you host a theater while social distancing, we will be sharing resources at pjlibrary.org and facebook.com slash pjlibrary. Every day, we also share virtual story times, field trips, author visits, craft-alongs, and more on our Facebook page. Now, let's jump into the studio with Rita and her guests. And don't worry, everyone is staying six feet apart and practicing safe social distancing as they record. Oh, my. Hello there. I'm in the middle of a whirlwind of Passover preparations because this year I'm hosting. I have to clean the house, get out the nice dishes, buy my matzah, and oh, just so much more. But I don't want to leave all of our listeners hanging. And I have a special Passover story I just have to share. Welcome back to Have I Got a Story for You, a storytelling podcast from the team at PJ Library. I'm your narrator, Rita Toomey, and while I take a break from prepping to host my very own Seder this year, and PJ Library has great resources if you're a first-time host like me, I wanted to share the very special story of the Seder I went to last year. <clears throat> oh, right. To tell this story, I'm going to need the help of a few special friends. Hi! Jamie and... Me! I mean, Claire. Jamie and Claire. Actually, we're going to tell our listeners all about the wild adventure we had at your Seder. It was bananas. It was bonkers. There was a pirate, and we thought it was Uncle Eli, but it wasn't. And then Grandpa spilled wine all over his favorite tweed pants, and then Quetzal the cat almost escaped, and I did the pirate trick, and maybe swung from a chandelier, and also... It and also... was a lot. <sighs> hmm. Maybe we should just start from the beginning. A fine idea. Well, everyone, settle in for our special Passover episode of Have I Got a Story for You? The very real... Very true and very fascinating story of the second wildest Seder I've ever been to. Second wildest? There was a year in Boca Raton where the grape juice got switched, but you know what? That's a story for another time and another podcast when you're older. Cue the music. So this is the story of how I met Claire and Jamie here and how we had to embark on an epic treasure hunt for the Afikoman. I'll go back to the beginning. I was in the studio, tidying up and thinking about how much I was missing the big Seder back home. Usually I head back to my hometown of Brainyboro, but last year I opted to stay close to the studio to get ahead on a few things. I wrapped up my work much earlier than I expected and didn't have any plans, so I thought, let's try some field recording, Rita. I packed up my gear, locked up, and set out in search of a satyr that might have a spot for me. I checked my FaceSpace social media account. As it turns out, my neighbor's uncle's cousin's tennis coach's masseuse was hosting a satyr and had a few extra seats. The address was posted, so I headed on over. And Rita knocked on our door. But neither of us is a tennis coach's masseuse. That's our mom. 
Hi, you're not Grandma Sylvie or Grandpa Leon. Or Uncle Eli. Your mom invited me. Kind of. I'm a friend of a friend. Is she here so I can introduce myself? Right over there by the matzah and the harast bar. Don't eat all the pear and chili. That's my favorite kind. Oh, no thanks, Jamie. Wait, did you just pull that matzah out of your pocket? Yeah, want some? No, I'm, you know, I'm good. In fact, I'm saving all my matzah eating for when Passover officially starts. So things at your Seder started out pretty standard, right? The Seder is always at our house. Grandpa Leon and Grandma Sylvia come. Grandpa's getting old. He doesn't hear so well. Like, Claire will ask for the grape juice, and he'll say, Great juice? Why would I pass you great juice? <laughs> and then Aunt Sharon and Uncle Eitan fly in too, and usually Mom invites some other grown-ups over, like you. And other kids? Nope, just Claire and me. And so you always do the four questions. Oh, now she can do it. She was so nervous at the Seder that we all had to help her. I was not. Anyways, things were going kind of, let's say, slow when my mom signaled that I should open the door. Oh, for the beginning of the Seder where you say, all who are hungry, let them come and eat. All who need a Passover Seder, let them join us. And nobody ever comes in. Well, except this year. You did. But you were there before we started. And so was our gym teacher, who Mom invited. And Dad's friends from work, Tracy and Kyle. But usually at this part, no one comes in. Until this year. I opened the door, and he was just standing there. Who was? That man. We thought he was Uncle Eli at first, because he was so late. I'm going to play a clip from my field recording now. I be hungry. I be thirsty, too. So thirsty I could drink myself a salty sea. Is that a pirate? You've seen a pirate before? Well, no, but I've heard a lot about them from books and podcasts and stuff. I bet that's just Uncle Eli playing a joke. Uh, I'm okay. Don't worry. Nothing's on fire, that's for sure. Wait, if that's not Uncle Eli... Then who? Ah, Yarg. Good to rest me bones. Now who's got the grub? Now at this point, one of you decided to give him something. I thought we should give him some salt water because we had some on the table. But my mom poured him a glass of regular water. Her hands are shaking. That was pretty funny, too. For everyone listening at home, so they can imagine it too... Could you describe what the pirate looked like? Everything you dream of. Hair everywhere, gold earring, eye patch, bandana, the works. Highly unusual facial hair. Very manicured, in fact. Wow. Now, let's get back to the recording. So a bunch of new folks have come to your Seder, including now a pirate. Do you think he'd ever been to a Seder before? Are you kidding? He took out his spyglass to examine the matzah. Ah, barnacles. Why has this sea biscuit so many holes? <laughs> Try this. It's the maror, the bitter herb. Mm. Mm. Ah, poison me. Best grub I ever tasted. More, I say. Just ask nicely. Sheesh. Grandpa, can you pass the maror? 
Let's skip ahead to the Afikoman hunt. Ooh, this is when we did the ten plagues. And see, I'm gonna take out this red fabric for the blood. Blood, you say? <laughs> blood. Oh, if you like the gross ones, you'll love when lice comes up. See, uh, we lice? these little lice child. Rice. Did you say lice? Me precious beard, get thee out of here, foul varmin! <laughs> Oops, maybe a little bit further. Die, die, Anu! Die, 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 A fine song. Come on, ye landlubbers, we dance! <laughs> I don't know this dance. Climb upon me shoulders, and we shall have a proper jig. <laughs> Mom, don't be so scared. We're having fun. No hands! Wee! Oh, that was... Awesome. I'd go for a pirate version of Dayanu again any day. Okay, I think I know where it is on the recording, just a little further. Ah, here it is. I can tell from all the commotion. It's the Afikoman hunt. Pray, what might we be doing? We're looking for the Afikoman. Oh, and who be this Afi? Be he a deserter of your ship? No, it's not a person. The Afikoman is the dessert matzah. It's like a game. At the start of the Seder, the grown-ups hide it, and then we find it. Like a scavenger hunt, or a... Or a treasure hunt. Well, yeah, you could say that. I hunt for treasure better than anyone hunts for treasure. And I be saying, we start in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> Passover Seder night is definitely different from all other nights, and Jamie and Claire's was no exception. How many other nights do you hide food around the house for others to find? Traditionally, there are three pieces of matzah stacked on the Seder plate. During the Seder, the middle matzah is split in two. The smaller piece is returned to its spot between the other two, but the larger piece becomes the afikomen, which comes from a Greek word meaning dessert. When I was growing up, we had a tradition where one of the kids would steal the afikomen when no one was looking. Another tradition is for a grown-up to hide the afikomen somewhere in the house. The kids then search for it, and that's precisely what's going on in this story. If you'd like to know more about Passover traditions or how to make your own afikomen hiding bag, visit gotastorypodcast.com. No, no swinging on the chandelier. Correct, lass. This vantage point be weak anyway. We must try another. And structurally unsound at that. Hang. Now we be looking under the couch. No, don't flip the couch over. Do flip the couch over. <laughs> I spy it. That's a chunk of bread. Ooh, better not tell Dad. He thought he found them all. Wait, it's Ketzel, our cat. She's been hiding here. Arg, sweet beast. Let me give ye a pet. And there she goes. To the bookshelf. No! Good gentle crew. What, pray tell, happens if we do not find this treasure? Well, I don't really know. We just kind of end the Seder without it. Arg. It not be here. 
Watch where you're throwing those. I guess Mom will just give us a replacement one. Seriously, man? Apologies, me hearties. One year, Grandma ate it by accident. Oh, boy, that was a mess. Did ye curse her for her treachery? What? No, she's our grandma, and anyway... What be that? Whoa! It's the treasure! Ah, that sea biscuit I be fond of. (laughs) Wait, you can't eat it? Why not? I found a treasure. It's mine. (laughs) But we're all supposed to eat a bit of it. Otherwise, we can't finish the Seder. Ah, hang it. That's not the way treasures be working. I found it. I be keeping it. Actually, we all looked for it together. So it's all of ours. And not only that, but my parents and grandparents and aunt and uncle, all the grown-ups, give us a reward for finding it. I get some really good stuff that way. All the grown-ups, you say? Hang, I'm a grown-up. I might be finding some reward for ye in me own pantaloon pockets. There, a double doubloon for ye, and another one for ye. Wow, thanks! <laughs> That's quite a story. I missed most of the action of the hunt myself because I was taking advantage of Ketzel climbing into my lap. It's a good thing I left my recorder running in the living room, though. Can I see the coins he gave you? Um, well, Rita, here's the thing, you see... We had them until yesterday. My parents sold them to the Metropolitan Museum of Art for $60,000. Whoa, seriously? Yep, my parents deducted the cost of a new chandelier and a new couch and put the rest away in our college fund. I'm going to college. Yeah, that's pretty funny. And, And that's it? You'll never see him again? Oh, I don't know about that. He liked the Seder so much that he invited us to run a Seder on his pirate ship next year. Of course, I'll need to pick out a nice eye patch. And I'll need to buy a gold earring. And I was thinking of bringing him a parrot as a present. Uh, And maybe some of those macaroons with the chocolate coating. And some of those kosher for Passover jelly candies. And uh, wait! What's up? I just realized we didn't even remember to ask his name. I did! Oh? Yeah, um, it kind of sounds like Uncle Eli's name. Um, Elijah? Elijah, yeah! No way! I mean, you did open the door for him, Jamie. Huh, I guess so. I mean, Grandpa has always had us open the door and say that speech about all who are hungry. Rita, you came right before we said it. Yeah, your mom kind of opened the door on social media for me. I like that tradition. My family didn't do that growing up. We only opened the door for Elijah at the end. I like that we opened the door at the beginning and the end. Hmm, I wonder who else Elijah visited. I mean, he goes and sees everybody, right? Maybe not always as a pirate, though. Something to think about. Did a pirate visit your satyr? We want to know. We also want to know about your Seder and your favorite Passover recipes. You can leave us a voicemail or write to us by using the contact page at gotastorypodcast.com. Until next time. You mean until next year in Jerusalem. Jerusalem.